Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Leveraged Lifestyle, uh, a bit of a milestone in many people's uh, years and life um, and quite a milestone really for uh, any podcast. So many are started and don't carry on. And my idea is to uh, definitely get into triple figures and beyond. So I really just wanted to first of all say thank you for listening and I hope you've been enjoying the episode so far. Uh, please feel free to send any feedback uh, via the Leverage Lifestyle online community which can be found at bit.ly forward slash LLOCFB group. And just to give you an idea about today's episode, it was quite a reflective one and one I wasn't sure about putting out there. I'm always conscious about making sure you get value from every single episode. It is quite a short, just kind of light bite episode, Um, but it was being really reflective on an interview I had just done with one of the current apprentice candidates from 2018, uh, which is currently on the BBC as I record this. And also uh, an interview I had done uh, for someone else's podcast and of a podcast I had listened to on the way up to doing the interview with the apprentice candidate. And it was just all these ideas all kind of came together. And what I want to share with you in this episode is what it really takes to be an entrepreneur, some of the attributes, the whole nature versus nurture debate when it comes to entrepreneurialism, and also how we can reframe any pain that we've had in our past and how we can use that to motivate and give us purpose for our future, uh, both personally and in business. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It is a bit different to most. Um, And again, any feedback on this particular episode would be very welcome. Uh, I hope you enjoy and uh, have a great day. Hi there, it's Catherine Turner and you are listening to Leverage Lifestyle. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing. And I would love you to share with your friends, families, colleagues, uh, the people in your network, Uh, this podcast um, because if you're getting great value from it then hey wouldn't it be great to share and pass that on it would mean the absolute world to me in this episode I always get inspiration from the people I'm talking to or what I'm listening to at the time and especially when the same idea comes up uh, more than once in a day so as I'm recording this, I've just finished doing an interview with a current candidate of The Apprentice uh, 2018, which is on uh, the BBC. And we had, I had the best fun recording it. So I cannot wait for you to listen to that episode. Uh, I will make sure once we know what episode number it's going to be, uh, it is in the show notes for you. So you can uh, go and uh, grab that episode. But it came up in our conversation about why entrepreneurs become entrepreneurs. And funnily enough, I was listening to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast by my business mentor, Rob Moore, and his interview with billionaire Sir Tom Hunter. And again, I'll make sure 
the link to that podcast episode is in the show notes for you. And again, Sir Tom Hunter was talking about the fact that many entrepreneurs are have a moment or something within their life that makes them want to go out and do the thing they do uh, and create the business that they want to create. Now, it was the whole kind of nurture nature debate as well. Are entrepreneurs born or are they made? And I have a feeling there's something within nature. Uh, So when we're born, there's certain skills or attributes or attitudes that we have. And I can definitely see that in my daughter, who's only just one at the moment, that she has a real, uh, her own personality that doesn't come from either myself or her dad, Stephen at all. um, And that she's getting that by herself. So that would tell me there's some nature involved. However, what we can do is nurture uh, those attributes. And in terms of an entrepreneur is made, I feel there's usually some sort of life events, uh, something happening, whether that's within your own family or the wider community that you tap into. So in Sir Tom Hunter's case, uh, he lived in a a small uh, town up in Scotland and he saw it very much was a a mining uh, town. And when the mines closed, his dad's grocery business also was affected and had to close. And so he saw how he wanted to help people who maybe weren't given the opportunity to do anything else. Like it was just they were miners and that was the mining town. And then when that closed down, everything was affected. Now, the same with uh, Khadija. Uh, the apprentice candidate who I've just interviewed. Um, She had a moment in her life where her firstborn child, there was a potential that she was going to be uh, born brain dead. Now, um, slight spoiler alert, her daughter is now four and doing really, really well. Um, But I didn't know that about her, so do make sure you check out the interview um, because it was a really powerful story about, it gave her that impotence that reason why to go and start her own business and and start that business while her baby was very young but to give her an opportunity to be able to create a business that meant uh, in the future she could always be there for her daughter and not have to rely on a job or maternity leave and I think that's really key. I had uh, a real vision for a long time and again I think this is again a part of the nature nurture thing I always had this desire as kind of as far back as primary school I can remember of wanting to be my own boss and create a business from scratch. And I don't know quite where that particularly comes from, but I do know the why. And the why was growing up in a single parent family, um, kind of probably subconsciously understanding that there wasn't a lot of money at the end of the month. And it was only really as I grew older, I really understood that there really wasn't a lot of money left at the end of the month and how much my mum, you know, really did just work so hard to make sure that I had everything I kind of at least needed, just meant I didn't have everything that I wanted. And it did mean, yes, she was working multiple hour, uh, multiple jobs at times, long hours, couldn't always come to everything I did, although she did her damnedest to be there when she could be there. So assemblies and, and those sort of things. And I really had this idea that I didn't want my children to want for anything at all, to have opportunities that maybe I didn't get to have. You know, I couldn't necessarily learn um, particular 
musical instruments that I wanted to because they were way more expensive than the ones I ended up learning. And that's fine. I still had the opportunity to learn a musical instrument, which is fantastic. Um, and I think, you know, any opportunity that children can have to express their creative side or their artistic side is just a, a wonderful thing. But again, like, you know, I, I couldn't have the, the new clothes that my friends were wearing. And actually, it probably made me very... Um, aware of money uh, and materialism and actually I'm not a materialistic person at all now and I actually think that's probably a good trait to have um, but it also made me strive for more and want more for my life to be able to know that my family would all be taken care of that I could um, have enough money to always be able to give the opportunities to have the opportunities myself to be able to also travel more as well that was really key for me as well first time it really did any kind of global travel was on my own dime having worked um you know for since i was 16 15 16 um so it was my money and i'd created it and i then was going to go and enjoy my time and and, and travel so i'm not saying that if you haven't had this big epiphany why reason or you know i don't think you have to have the worst story in the world like for me yes i've grown up in a single parent family like many people do so i don't think that's anything new i just think it's what i made it mean as well and that i took a positive meaning from it or i took positive action based on it i think that's the key thing it's the action we take on the hand we've been delivered so some people might see that actually they didn't have a lot of money maybe they've um, had parents who've been on the benefit system and they're they go woe is me um i haven't got the opportunities i haven't got uh, what you know these people who were born with silver spoons in their mouth but actually for me it gave me that impotence to want more you could say that someone who's been born into privilege into luxury into money they don't want for anything therefore there's no drive desire um, to do anything different than they already know and they've kind of got all the luxuries that life can give them um, whereas I want it more because I didn't have them uh, one of my mentors talks about the fact that our values are created from the voids we've had in our life and again I've shared that a bit with you in other episodes and so I think it's about how we take our life events things that have happened to us ultimately is going to come down to also our attitude and do we want it enough do we have enough desire um, tenacity uh, persistence uh, to make our business ideas work and if you do have a big why a big driver so whether that's a real personal one a real selfish one and that's fine by the way if it's actually more about your family that probably will drive you uh, quicker uh, because actually it's not just about you you are uh, seeing a bigger difference you can make to even your own little world of your family but actually again when you can make it even bigger than that and think about your community or how people across the globe will benefit from what you are putting out there it will give you that drive that impetus to keep at it to keep going at your business idea and to think about you know growth and scale and knowing that if you just kept it just to yourself or you just were the only person working in the business that actually you couldn't have the impact that you actually want to have and um, so i think that's really key i'm not saying you know uh unless you've had a 
big major life event life crisis um, a death in the family a uh, you know growing up in poverty um, you know whatever that might be but I would suggest that actually you make that event you find your purpose your reason why and I've been doing a lot of reading around the kind of idea around purpose and how that can drive us forward into the future rather than being, um, you know, looking back into the past and looking forward to the future and seeing that purpose and giving us that drive to make those things happen that we really want to make happen in our lives. So I know you're probably listening to this because you want a leveraged lifestyle, because you want something different from what you've already got. Um, the likelihood is you're either on your way, you're still getting started maybe you're still growing um, and you know I've still got massive growth to go and I'm looking forward to sharing that with you as well in these uh, coming episodes you know for me this is a, a long-term venture I want to keep going with leverage lifestyle um, I'm hoping the the content I'm giving you is really useful hopefully it's inspiring you to do something maybe different and maybe it's just a different way of thinking as well to start with um, but yeah, I, I hope this has been um, uh, useful to think about in terms of, you know, has something happened that you could take and put a different spin or reframe, uh, as kind of NLP language, a reframe on what has happened to you in the past potentially that is going to drive you to do something different for your future, for your family's future, uh, for the future of the planet. Have you, uh, can you make that event kind of happen in your head that actually you can find the purpose ahead? So look into the future, see what it would be like if you actually acted on your ideas, um, made your business grow and scale, um, have, you know, other people working for you and just what that could bring about as well. And you can look forward and create that real drive and why you are doing your business. So I hope that's given you some, some food for thought, some ideas, um, a different way of looking at things because I see so many people that say, oh, it's okay for you, uh, looking at really successful people or people they look up to and admire and sometimes they put them on too high a pedestal. And I really just wanna say that we've, we, we all come from you know different varying backgrounds, but we're all human beings on planet Earth and we've got some amazing opportunities available to us right now that weren't available just 10, 20 years ago uh, and that we can all take advantage of them if we really want to. So I encourage you to take advantage of them. I encourage you to reframe where things have been for you in the past and how you can uh, use that to your advantage to create your leveraged lifestyle to create the business that's going to make an impact on this planet, on this world. And um, I wish you all the best with it. So for now, I just want to leave you with the idea that there is no better time than now to start creating your leveraged lifestyle. Thank you very much.